Welcome to the CA, a podcast about news, current events, and commentary on all things atheism from a Canadian perspective. This podcast carries the explicit tag and wears it like a motherfucking badge of honor. So if you get offended, switch off. The CA is brought to you on the second and third Thursdays of each month. So for more, please visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the CA, or you can email us at the CA at rogers.com. And if we're amused or tweaked by your email, we'll use it on the show. And now here's Michael and Dean. Alrighty, and so we are live-ish. Um, hello and welcome to the CA. Uh, in this uh, inaugural episode, I wanted to introduce myself, uh, my co-host, and to talk about more of what we'll be talking about um, on this podcast. And then we'll talk about what we're going to discuss on this, on this, the first episode. So a bit about me. Uh, like I said, my name is, uh, or I didn't say, actually, but uh, I'm Michael. And uh, we're recording this podcast from a new studio in my house, uh, Apostasy Studio. Yeah, that's original. Um, this has been a, a labor of love. Um, it's taken a few weeks and um, more than a few pennies. Oh, wait, for all of us uh, Canadians, we don't have pennies anymore. Um, and for all you people in America that are going to make fun of us and say dollars, uh, a few dollars uh, to put together. Uh, but it's already been worth it. Um, I've had a lot of fun and the frustration has been uh, worth it. So the CA, uh, I have to thank a, uh, a friend of mine for that uh, title. Uh, I don't know if he wants to be uh, put out there and have his name out there, so I'm just going to call him Chris. So how'd that happen? Well, I was wearing a Gap Canada t-shirt to a get-together. Well, okay, we were playing Dungeons and Dragons. Okay, it's, one, it's a guilty pleasure. Um, and I'm somewhat famous or infamous for uh, wearing uh, atheist t-shirts, and so Chris commented, Hey, CA, does that stand for Canadian Atheist? And uh, there it is. So why a podcast? Why not a blog or something else like that? Well, one, I'm a shitty writer. Um, and a podcast allows me to put, I think, a little bit more personality into it. Uh, I think, anyway. I've been thinking about it for a while. Uh, a year plus, um, at least. Uh, I'm very outspoken, uh, both in my private life and on social media. Uh, Facebook is my main source for social media, and I think it's probably that way for most of you, too. And I was listening to uh, the No Religion Required podcast with uh, Bobby and Ashley, and uh, they were ranting, and I love their rants, but they were ranting, and uh, Ashley suggested that we, uh, the royal we, uh, the atheist and secular community, needed more voices. Uh, and that was a good swift kick in the ass that uh, I needed, and so that's why a podcast, and that's why we're doing this now. So more on who I am. Uh, I'm an atheist. Uh, we'll talk more about this, this later, and there's, there's lots of different ways people identify. Um, I would call myself a six. Uh, six, six, point, six point something on the uh, Dawkins scale. For those of you who know what that is, it makes perfect sense. Uh, for those of you that don't, stay tuned. Uh, so I'm an atheist. Um, I also wear a few other labels. Uh, I consider myself a secular humanist. Um, I, also can, I also call myself an anti-theist because I am actively opposed to religion in all its forms and faiths. Um, I do consider myself an agnostic atheist. And going back to the Dawkins scale, we can uh, talk more about that. Um, I'm a free thinker. And lastly... Well, lastly, I mean, we can apply different labels to ourselves at different times, but lastly, I'd say I'd call myself a skeptic. 
Um, I've been called an evidentialist. It's probably fair. I've been called a naturalist. Yeah, okay. And even an epistemist. And I didn't even know what that meant until I heard uh, Aaron Ra uh, in one of his debates online, which you can find on YouTube, um, label himself an epistemist. And uh, what's an epistemist? Well, either look it up on the dictionary uh, or we'll, uh, we'll look at that more. And now, without uh, further ado, I will pass it over to my co-host, a neighbor, a friend, and an all-around good guy, Dean. Hello, I'm Dean, um, and let's see, who am I? Um, I am also an atheist, as you probably could guess. Um, I would say that I'm also a sec secular humanist. Um, as far as atheists go, I'd say I'm the, the, the leanest sense of the word, which is somebody who uh, rejects the claim that there is a God. Um, so, what am I doing here? I'm helping out my friend, uh, Michael, to get the, the word out. Um, as he said, um, more atheist voices are needed, and I can't agree with that more. Uh, there are... We get a really bad rap, basically. Um, I remember a story that my sister told. She was at work, and she mentioned that her brother was an atheist to one of her coworkers, And she was like, he is? Like I was the devil or something. Um, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Um, I know more atheists. I, I would say I know more atheists than I, than I do know religious people. And they are the nicest, uh, most thoughtful, most loving people that uh, I know. Um, but that's the, that's, that's the way of the world. We need to get our voices out there and change people's minds. Um, I want to get to a point in the future when uh, somebody would say, I'm religious, and uh, the people that they're talking to would go, you are? Like, it would be, like, like that's the, the world I would like to live in. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we're here to, to get the word out, and I'm here to help Michael push that word forward. All right, so what are we going to talk about here on the CA? Um, that's been something that we've been thinking about. Um, this is not going to be anything totally groundbreaking. It's going to sound like many other podcasts. We're going to talk about news. We're going to talk about current events. Um, I want to do a counter-apologetics uh, segment each, uh, each episode. And I want to also talk about things like logical fallacies, how to spot them, how to counter them, and also how to not use them yourself when you're having arguments. Um, I am nobody super special. I am an atheist who has read a lot. I've watched a lot of YouTube videos, and that makes me an expert on everything. Um, but... These are, you know, these are the things that I think need to be, uh, need to be talked about more. Um, so we're going to do, do news. Uh, we're going to do those other things that I've talked about. We're also going to have email. And you can set, the email is set up now. So you can email me at the ca at rogers.com. Or you can also leave a message on the Facebook uh, page, which is facebook.com slash the ca. And uh, send me messages. If your message or your email tweaks my interest, I may even use it on the show. I won't give you credit at all, but I'll totally use your idea. Um, as far as Twitter, I, I might set up a Twitter account. I don't really use it, and I don't see it as a great, I don't know. It's not something that I'm really interested in. 
what else do we want to talk about? Uh, we're going to talk about shitty Christian arguments. I think I mentioned that before, but uh, shitty Christian arguments and how to address them. Uh, upcoming secular events, and there are some really good ones coming up uh, very, very soon. Ones that are hopefully I can focus on that are closer to us. Uh, we're in Canada. The bustling metropolis of Whitby. All right, so that gets the uh, intro out of the way. Um, I feel like I was particularly verbose. Um, Dean, did I miss anything? Anything else you want to say? Um, I was just wanting, wanted to get into why I believe the way I believe. Um, I would, even though I'm in the uh, tech industry, I would say that I'm fancy myself a scientist. Um, Ooh, fancy. <laughs> I learned about well. I was I was raised in a, um, a religious household. Um, you know, went to church, said my prayers, all that kind of thing. Your vitamins. <laughs> and then I uh, I learned about science in school. Obviously, I went to a public school, and um, at probably early teens, uh, starting of high school, I tried to reconcile my belief in religion and what I knew from science. And I actually remember sitting in my room and trying to think of the ark and the creation story and then evolution and dinosaurs and how they're not mentioned at all in the Bible and yet they're a very uh, significant part of, our, of the Earth's history and I couldn't do it. I sat there and I said, these two things are incongruous <laughs> and they do not fit together and of course I took I took the more the more reasonable of the two and followed science um, everything in science explains itself and if you don't agree with it you can go look up the answers um, with religion you've got one book and one book only and all you can do is reread that book um, so and it's, it's, it's really easy to find, too, because all you have to do is go to the, the section in the library on Norse mythology. Because we're obviously talking about Odin, right? Yes, yeah, of course. That's, yeah. Who else would you talk about? One of the thousands of gods that have been proposed over the years. Um, well, that's just it. I mean, none Rich, of them have any evidence to support them. Richard Dawkins, uh, I believe, is the one who said that, you know, we're all atheists when it comes to all the other gods. Um, with Wotan and, and, and Thor and Odin and all those things. I just take it one god further. Yeah, it's prob that's probably my favorite quote. That's probably, yeah, the, the one you're referencing is probably my favorite quote. If you haven't, if you're not familiar with that quote, just look up. Um, you probably just do a Google search of uh, Dawkins atheist quote, and I'm sure it would come up there pretty uh, pretty easily. Another thing that I want that I just wanted to say was I I've been I've been looking into when I when I it's probably reached my twenties is when I started late twenties is probably when I started really looking into uh, the community and seeing who else was out there after reading Dawkins' book, um, uh, which one is the the delusion? Uh, oh, God delusion. The God delusion. Thank yeah. you. Um, and then seeing that there were and that exploded and just yeah. opened the doors, the floodgates huge. to the to the atheist huge. community. It's going to be huge. <laughs> and um, yeah, so then so then there I started going on YouTube and um, I love Neil deGrasse Tyson mm -hmm. and um, somebody who I actually follow as far as arguments is are, is concerned is the uh, atheist community of Austin, Matt Dillahunty. Oh, I love and, Matt Dillahunty. I got and, a quote on the wall. Yeah, right, right there. Faith is the excuse people give for believing something when they don't have a good reason. Yeah. Love that quote. And, uh, love that quote. and I love his, that show. Yeah, so he's got the, uh, the, the, his uh, online episode, and uh, I watch it on YouTube all the time, and the way he is able to argue with theists that call in 
he puts the he puts the point to them so succinctly and so perfectly um, that that is who I uh, take all my argument cues from. Yeah. What other what other so other than you're referring, of course, to the the atheist experience. Yes. Right. What other what other podcast do you li- what other atheist podcast do you listen to? I mean, obviously the CA goes at the top of the list, right? Of course. Cause yeah, because we're just starting this, right? Right now, it's the only one that I do listen to. <laughs> okay, so what, what other um, what other podcast do you listen to? I wouldn't say that I I I started listening to podcasts a little while ago, and it was just mainly for comedy and things. But like, I I don't listen to any right now. Oh really? I've got a few to listen to. Um, in in no particular order. Um, love the atheist experience. Uh, cognitive dissonance. Tom and Cecil. Absolutely. If you don't listen to Cog Dis, um, don't stop what you're doing right now. Please finish listening to us. And the, and the millisecond you're done, go to uh, go to the iTunes Store, Google Play, whatever uh, device you use to get your to get your media from, and download Cognitive Dissonance. Uh, I, you know, I would even say uh, I'm a I'm a patron of theirs on Patreon. Love, love, love their show. Those guys are unbelievable. And I've damn near driven off the road a few times, listening to them banter back and forth. Hysterical. Uh, love Angry Black Rant, uh, The Scathing Atheist. Um, and of course, now that I'm trying to think of it, I can't think of the any other ones. So I'll, I'll plug, quote unquote, plug the other ones um, when I remember more uh, more about them. So, all right. Well, that's good. So. Um, all right, so let's get into... So the first thing that we'll talk about today before we get into uh, the news... There's only a couple news episodes because this is... I didn't want the first episode to drag on too long. A little bit of an introduction. Talking about who we are and what we're doing and why. But uh, I'll jump right into um, uh, one of the things that I want to talk about each episode. And that's uh, logical fallacies. How to spot them. <clears throat> pardon me. And how to uh, avoid them yourself. So one of my favorites is uh, the ad hominem. Uh, for those of you who don't know, an ad hominem is, is uh, a personal attack. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've had discussions with believers of all different kinds, whether it be uh, a Muslim, a Christian. Christians way more, simply because we live in Canada, and so we have more... I think. What do you think, Daniel? Yeah. Probably more exposure yeah. to Christians than in the other um, than any other group. We're we're just as much a melting pot as as America is, but I would say that it's majority Christians for sure. Yeah, I think so. And it's funny because even in our and we'll talk more about this when I get get into the news. But um, in our constitution, it's actually written into our constitution. Uh, I think the wording is whereas we recognize the supremacy of God is like right in our constitution. So, and that'll be a good uh, snippet when we talk about one of the news segments in a few minutes. But anyway, we'll go back. I'm getting off, uh, I'm getting off, off track. Um, okay, back to an ad hominem. So an ad hominem is a personal attack. When you are making an argument uh, to someone, and this has happened to me before, where you're making an argument to someone about whatever it is you happen to be talking about, and you say, okay, well, uh, there's no good reason to believe what it is you're believing, yada, yada, yada. You suck. And, yeah, you suck. You're fat. Um, you know, you're an idiot. Uh, that, does, that doesn't do anything. You know, that's, that's basically trying to derail. Like, I don't have a really good response to counter what it is that you said, so I'm just going to attack you uh, personally. You see this a lot of times Facebook groups and stuff like that. 
people will go in. There was one just recently, uh, the other day, the, the Thinking Great Ape Facebook page. I think it was that one. I hope I'm getting that right. Uh, there was a post about homosexuality. Um, I, myself, I'm heterosexual. I'm happily married. Uh, but I don't give a damn what you are. You can be, I don't care what color your skin is. I don't care what your, uh, what your gender identity is. I don't care any of that stuff. If you're a good person, you're a good person. If you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Right? Dean's not an asshole. Sometimes Dean's an asshole. <laughs> Sometimes I'm an asshole. Sometimes Dean's an asshole. <laughs> All right. But um, I don't, I don't totally care about fair. any of that stuff. So anyway, the post in the Thinking Atheist, uh, sorry, the Thinking Great Ape page, was basically this thing, you know, is homosexuality natural? There was seven or eight hundred posts, people going in there, posting memes, posting impressions, things like that. And I went in there, and I simply said, you know, it's, it's absolutely natural. I think the number is something like 10% of, like an average of somewhere around 10% of all of the species on our planet um, have homosexual tendencies. I would say it's more than that. Like they're they're actually expanding that definition. I they 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 found it in more and more and more and more species. Yeah. That they they not necessarily relationships because I don't know if the relationship the if we're terming relationship correctly for all species, but they definitely have homosexual intercourse. Yeah. Across all a lot of species. And so anyway, so I posted basically you know hundred you know hundred percent natural doesn't really matter, and this this one guy goes on and he under my. Under my post, he just re replies with homo. <laughs> and so there's a classic example of, a, of an ad hominem attack. Like, and I don't know what the, the original poster, I think the original poster gave up 400, po 400 posts ago. Didn't even bother going back to look at it anymore. But of course, you know, on Facebook, that doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, your post will live on in, in infamy for, uh, for a long time. I like that, homo. You got nothing better to say. <laughs> exactly. You, yeah, you're gay. Well, okay, well, whatever. I, like, I, like I said, I, I don't have anything intelligent to say, so I will just attack you personally. So that's essentially uh, an ad hominem. If, uh, if you've got anything to say about that or you want to comment or even if you want to share uh, times when you've been the victim of an ad hominem attack, feel free to uh, email us, uh, the CA at rogers.com, or send, a, send us a Facebook message. I'd be curious to hear if uh, anybody out there has um, <clears throat> has been a victim like that. All right, let's uh, let's get to the news. Got a couple, um, just a, a couple of uh, stories, but uh, I think a couple of interesting ones. So this one is from the Prairie Messenger. Yes, uh, the Prairie Messenger, um, a bustling uh, religious uh, publication uh, from the Prairie Province in Canada. So the the title of the article is Pope Prays for the Trafficked. So it says, marking the feast of St. Josephine Bakhita, I hope I'm saying that right, uh, who themselves uh, a former slave, the Pope urged Christians to help victims of human trafficking, and especially those being chased from Myanmar. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Myanmar is in Southeast Asia uh, near Bangladesh. Um, the Pope, the Pope telling people to pray for the traffic. What do you think about that, Dean? <laughs> Yeah, because we always we, we all know that prayer really works. Yeah, exactly. I used to have a T-shirt that says uh, "Nothing fails like prayer." Um, and uh, for those of the who who those of you who know me, you know that over the last while I've uh, I've dropped a bunch of weight, and uh, so I used to have a lot of these T-shirts that had you know these blasphemous sayings on them. 
and uh, a lot of them don't fit me anymore, so maybe I'll have to get uh, new t-shirts. But the reason I found this interesting was, you know, just a quick little search of the Bible, and I found three very specific uh, Bible verses that condone slavery. And this is, um, I love, the Bible is my favorite tool. Um, I always urge people to read the Bible. And uh, in, the, in the words of uh, David Silverman, who's the president of American Atheists, don't read it with coaching, don't read it with a guide, just sit down, crack it at Genesis 1-1, and read it all the way through to whatever it was, Revelation 22 or something like that, I think is the end of the Bible. But just go through the whole thing. Don't, don't have help, okay? Because the Bible says God is not the author of confusion. So you shouldn't need help to read the Bible. Um, but anyway, three interesting things. You, um, do, you do need help to read the Bible. Yeah, because the you Bible need... fucking... Can you think of another book that's caused as much confusion as the fucking Bible? Well, I, exactly. I mean, come on. I'm... You have... But there's, a, there's another quote. I can't remember who, who, it's, who it's from, but um, I've seen it in memes and stuff. It's like, the reason I'm an atheist is because I have read it. Fucking right. I have a t-shirt that says... I have a t-shirt that says... I'm an... It's... Uh, it's um, oh... Another podcast I listen to, Dogma Debate. Really good one. Love David Smalley. Um, so listen to Dogma Debate, too. Um, anyway, so the shirt I have, I got it from uh, his page. Uh, basically, the front of it says, I'm an atheist because I have, and have is kind of bolded out. Have read it. And when you ordered the t-shirt online, I'm pretty sure you can still do it. Check, check it out, because the t-shirts the are funny, and I've had some interesting interactions with people because of the shirt. Uh, and on the back, I have, the back of mine is Numbers 2228. And the, the line from the Bible, the, the verse from the Bible is, and then the Lord gave the donkey the ability to speak. <laughs> and what I will say to people is, people say, like, well, I don't get it. And I'll say, well, if you believe that, we need to have more discussions. Because if you believe a donkey spoke, that's a problem. What would a donkey say? <laughs> well, well, in, well in, the, in the Bible, it talks about basically that the owner was beating it. Yeah. And the donkey's like, what are you beating on me for? <laughs> kind of, that's paraphrased. Of course, it was like, what are you beating on me for? But, yeah, you get the idea. It's basically, you're like, why are you hitting me? Um, yeah, so, because if you think a donkey spoke, you, there's, we got bigger problems. Or at least you have bigger problems. Yeah. All right, so, uh, so Leviticus 25, 44 through 46. And this is from the English uh, Standard Version. As for your male and female slaves, slaves, blah, blah, blah. As for your male and female slaves, whom you may have, you may buy male and female slaves from among the nations around you. You may also buy from the strangers who sojourn with you and of their clans who are with you. you have been, uh, if you have been born in their land and they may be your property, you may bequeath them to your sons, of course sons, right, because the Bible's horrifically misogynistic. You may bequeath them to your sons, to you to inherit as a possession forever. You may make slaves of them. And then the last part, and this is the part that, um, that the Christians always glom onto, but of your brothers, the people of Israel, you shall not rule one over another ruthlessly. And I've talked to those people, and basically what they're saying is, they're only, that last line is only referring to, to, to Jews. To anybody else, you can, totes have as slaves. Yeah, have as slaves forever. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's another verse we'll get to later. I didn't have time to look it up. But there's basically where if you, you have a slave, 
And while that slave is in your ownership, because you can only keep him for seven years. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> this is the indentured servitude thing. That's right. Other apologies. Which is bullshit. Grab on. But what they'll say is, okay, so after seven years, you have to let him go free. But if, if you give that slave a wife and, and, and that wife has children, when you're ready to go free, they have to stay behind. Oh, yeah. So the thing is, but if you want to stay, then you have to say, no, no, I love my family and I choose to stay with you. And then there's a, there's a line in the Bible basically where it talks about, I'll, I'll look it up later, where you go to like the townspeople and they basically take an awl and they pierce your earlobe yep. with the awl. And that's a marker where you basically agree to become that person's property forever for, for the rest of your life. And it's, what it's basically is, it's like, it's like a loophole in the contract. Yeah. You've totally got to let them go unless they have kids. And then they can either leave their kids behind or they got to be your property forever. Because yeah. that's like a super easy decision to make. You right? can leave your family exactly. and go free. It's like, which would you rather have? It's like, what a game of fucking let's make a deal is that? Would you like buying what's door number one, door number two, or door number three? There was another thing that they said. If you, if they, if you, if you get the slave and, she, and he already has a wife, then they both can go free. But they didn't say anything about having kids in slavery. And they'd probably take their kids away. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, there's not any good reason for it anyway. All right, so uh, next, uh, the lovely book of Exodus. Leviticus is probably one of my favorite books of the Bible um, because it's so unbelievably brutal. And a lot of things, uh, just, just to mention, because we're going back to the Old Testament here, and a lot of uh, uh, Christians always say the New Testament is the good part of the Bible. That's the part that we, that, 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 that we like. But Jesus actually said in the New Testament that not a jot or tittle of the old law will change. Right. So all the stuff in the Old Testament still goes. Yeah, that's right. He's do condoning it I, right away. I've come to abolish the law. I've not come to abolish the law. I've come to fulfill it. Yeah. Um, and but that's just a that's just a complication, right? <laughs> that's just the fine print of the contract. It's like you know, it's like nothing to see here. Uh, just pay attention to the shiny thing. Turn the other cheek. <clears throat> exactly. Okay. So Exodus twenty one twenty through twenty one. Uh, when, this is a good one for, for treatment of slaves. And this is something the Pope is saying, hey, pray, pray for slaves. Pray for, pray for the traffic. But in, in his own book, well, I guess he'd look at the Apocrypha too, right? Because the Apocrypha is part of the Catholic Bible. But he still reads the Bible because he's lovely to say, you know, consider the lilies and all the other bullshit that apparently Jesus said. But um, anyway, Exodus 21, 20 through 21. When a man strikes his slave, male or female with a rod, and the slave dies under his hand, he shall be avenged. But if the slave survives a day or two, he is not to be avenged, for the slave is his property. So beat the shit out of your slave. Just make sure they don't die right away. Yeah. They can die, just not right away. Exactly. They can languish in pain and agony for two days. Exactly. Exactly. Like, death by a thousand cuts? Fine, but don't stab him in the heart. Right? Okay, and last, uh, Ephesians 6 and 5. And this is the part that I found, um, this is this is one of my, my favorite ones, too. So they talk about all oh, the slavery, being abhorrent and stuff like that, even though it's justified wholly throughout the Bible. Slaves, obey your earthly masters with fear and trembling, with a sincere heart, as you would Christ. I found that really interesting. That's a great bedtime story for slaves. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Listen, just just pretend it's Jesus. Just pretend it. We'll talk more about Jesus later because I'm 
Um, did you did you watch the uh, Richard Price Bart Bart Ehrman debate? Don't think so. Uh, Matt Dillahunty, uh, sorry, being way off topic here. Um, but with the whole Jesus thing, there's kind of the two myths, uh, or sorry, the two camps, the mythicist, um, historist uh, perspective. I'm I'm not a historian in any way. I've read um, uh, David Fitzgerald's book, which is a great book, by the way. If you um, if you haven't picked it up, it's called Nailed: Ten Christian Ten Myths That Prove Jesus Never Existed at All. Um, and also uh, Richard Carrier. Um, it's kind of a it's a it's a two two uh, two book series. The first one is on Bayes' theorem, which is all talking about you know how you prove something to be historical. Very mathy and equationy. Those aren't words, but um, those were those were harder books to read. And then basically the second book is on the historicity of Jesus, taking what he talked about in proving history and applying it to the Jesus question. I fall more on the mythicist camp. Um, I don't pretend to know. I'm not a historian or trained in that way in any professional way whatsoever. But I find more, I, fall, I fall more in the, the mythicist camp. But we'll talk more about that. Um, I would have to say that later. I fall more in that camp as well. I would say that there is no evidence, and this is what we're talking about, evidence here, um, that Je- Jesus ever existed. Like, there was never an actual person named Jesus that existed during that time. I'm sure that there were lots of guys in Bronze Age, Pal- Bronze Age Palestine named Jesus. It's probably more likely that there were guys in Bronze Age Palestine named Jesus than Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, but I mean, like, the first writings of Jesus come something like 150 years after his supposed death. Yeah. And, I mean, and, yeah. But and, 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 and his life follows the same rules and parables as all the other gods that came before us. And, and all, all is like, it, it, it's, it's, you know, it's born of a virgin, uh, crucified, or, or killed brutally, and then uh, dead for three days, then risen, you know, it's... Yeah. it's it, all the dying and rising gods. Um, I was watching a debate once with Frank Turek. He was debating uh, Christopher Hitchens. And he was saying that um, Jesus wasn't a dying and rising god because he, he never actually died. I think he, he argued that, you know, only his body died or something like that. And I don't know. Well, I, I'll have to look that up again, but it's a pretty lame argument. Okay, so another uh, Canadian news, the blasphemy law. So this is something that's been um, a topic of, of interest for a little while. So, Dean, did you know that under the Canadian Criminal Code, Section 296, listen to this, this is, this is right from uh, justicecanada.gov, Everyone who publishes a blasphemous libel is guilty of an indictable offense and liable to imprisonment for a term not exceeding two years. I did not know that. Fuck you, God. Um, (laughs) I'm calling the cops right now. I just fucked myself. Um, Right, so uh, that's on the books. It's on the books in Canada. It's part of our criminal code. So this this report is from thestar.com. Uh, and the title of the article is Purging Criminal Offenses of Defunct Zombie Laws is No Small Task. Uh, so the article goes on to read, uh, Although the charge has not been successfully applied in 82 years in Canada, it's still on the books. And this reminds me, we were chatting before, before we started recording about the sodomy law that exists in Texas. This is something I learned from uh, Tracy Harris, who's one of the co-hosts, sometimes host, of the Atheist Experience. Yes. And she was telling me that, the, that there's a sodomy law on the books in Texas, and it doesn't get used. Yeah. But that basically, you can be walking down the street, you know, and if I'm, you know, 
Joe Schmo Christian walking down the street and two, you know, their, their partners, uh, two people are having sex in their bedroom and they're doing it that way. Uh, and I see it. I can call the police and I can have them charged under the sodomy law in Texas, which I find just ridiculous in so many terms, like close your drapes. Well, the, the whole point is, like, how do you prove it? I mean, it's just, you could say that about anybody. By the time the cops get there, they're going to be done. At least yeah. I hope they would be. Yeah. <laughs> done in, in this way. Just, if you're going to do that, make sure you clean up. Right? Is, yeah, is clean there, is, is there a, a, a evidence kit they can pull out to <laughs> swab your cocks if there's any shit on it? <laughs> Man. Um, so the last time anyone tried to do this, this is this may shock you, but the last time anyone tried was in 1992. It's not that long ago. That somebody tried to uh, have this charge laid. Uh, the charge was dismissed uh, because it infringed on the, their freedom of expression. Um, but I find the whole thing funny. The, okay, so the idea of blasphemy. Uh, so I, I looked it up. So what does blasphemy mean? Uh, so uh, WED defines blasphemy as an act or offense of speaking sacrilegiously about God or sacred things. Also, profane talk. Um, profane talk. Profane talk. It doesn't even mention God. No, I know. <laughs> uh, you can use Carlin's seven dirty words. Yeah, what is it? Shit, fuck, cunt, Co- motherfucker, cocksucker, yeah. um, piss, and uh, whatever it is. I just watched, we were watching the history of comedy on A&E, and they talked about the seven dirty words during the first episode. Uh, anyway, I can, and none of those things talk about God at all. But the, the interesting thing that I find that, that I find so interesting about the whole sacrilegiously about God. So first question is, which God are we talking about? Mm-hmm. Are we talk? And it's very interesting because written, written both in the dictionary, written in our constitution, everywhere you're going to find, you see God with a capital G. I very specifically, whenever I'm writing anything or typing anything, I do yeah. little g. That's I I I started doing that myself. Um, right away when I, like, I noticed that in, uh, Word and in your phone and everything, if you start, if you type God, a lower G, it automatically autocorrects it to a capital G and I go back and I change it every time. And you know what the funny part is? Um, there's a way around that. Um, I saw somebody post it on Facebook. Add God to your contacts in your phone list and it won't autocorrect anymore. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical because if you if you add in God with a lowercase g and it's in your contacts, then your phone at least I think the person was talking about iPhone, which is what I use, um, it won't autocorrect to capital G anymore. Awesome. awesome. I stopped I, I stopped using capital G and um, I, I heard this again from somebody online and it's the perfect argument. So I forget who it was, but I'm totally stealing their argument. I give you credit, but I don't remember who it was. Um, Basically, the person said, I refuse to anthropomorphize something into reality that hasn't been demonstrated to exist in reality. Mm-hmm. Your name has a capital letter. You exist. I can punch you. I can pinch you. I can punch you. Um, you're a real person. Same with everybody. To anthropomorphize God in that way, a God, is to, is to thrust them into reality when they haven't been shown to exist. In the first place, and that's why I don't do it. Well, the seven dirty words are shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, and tits. Tits. How is tits a dirty word? (laughs) Um, Yeah, anyway. Okay, so then uh, some of the other parts. So that was uh, blasphemy sense one. And then some of the other things that it talks about. It it says profanity, sacrilege, um, irreligion, irreverence, taking the Lord's name in vain, swearing curse or cursing, 
impiety. Um, and then one of the synonyms, or pardon me, antonyms uses is reverence. So I, I find that whole thing just unbelievable. But it's really funny that, you know, technically speaking, we could be in a fuckload of trouble right now. Um, I, I'm not particularly worried about that. Uh, so anyway, so getting back to this, this the, whole point. The, what you were saying, though, it's, it's good to note that the last time it was used was 82 years ago or something like that? The last time it was, the last time it was, a charge was levied. Yeah, so somebody uh, successfully, was successfully yeah, years somebody ago. was actually charged with Yeah, and it didn't get dismissed. 82 <laughs> so years ago. 82 years ago. So that's that's something that's something to to applaud. It, yeah. we, there is a stride forward. And we're also, I mean, we have God in our constitution. But we are not a particularly religious country. Not necess- not nearly as as religious as America, and they don't have don't have God in their yeah, in they, their constitution. They, they their founding fathers. They keep saying it's a Christian nation, and their founding fathers they they knew the dangers of religion, and they made sure that there was separation of church and state. And they and I would I would find it extremely hard to believe, and there probably could be a very uh, good case made for the fact that the founding fathers were not religious. Yeah, like um, Christopher Hitchens wrote about this. Um, he, he wrote, um, uh, he wrote a, a book, a book, a paper about Thomas Paine and Tom, and Thomas Jefferson. And he, he was saying that, you know, they may well have been deist in nature, but that there's no evidence at all that they had any type of, uh, theistic right. beliefs at all. And there's a big difference between deism and theism. And back in those days, deism is is totally understandable because you have no better explanation for the sure. world and the universe. I mean, once uh, uh, Darwin publishes his book and that started proliferating around the world, now you have a better explanation for why we're here. Yep. But back then, you have no no better explanation. Everybody believes in God, so God did it. So God did it, yeah. And when you don't know, God did it. Um, okay, so anyway... Um, so why is this important? So CFI, the Center for Inquiry, um, posted a link to a petition on their website. The petition was E382. Um, the petition has since closed, and I think there was something like, oh, I want to say ten or 12,000 signatures on the petition to basically, you know, like strike down this archaic law. It's got yeah. no place in our society anymore. Um, I'm surprised it's so few. Well, I, I think, I don't know whether, I don't know whether it was, la- I don't think it was lack of caring I think maybe it was apathy we were like Meh, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever. Um, I made sure that I did sign it and I shared it to Facebook and things like that to try to get the, the word a little bit anyway there was a reading um, it went before the House of Commons on January 27th and apparently they're doing more they're talking about it more they haven't decided yet um, they haven't decided <laughs> whether discussion. or not they still need to have reverence for something that hasn't been shown to be real um, let's talk about it some more. Yeah. It's like climate change. Let's talk about it some more. Let's talk, no. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. Let's do something about it. Yeah. I mean, so, Elon Musk with all his ties to Trump and stuff like that, he's actually doing something about it. He's creating electric cars. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, that may be enough trouble for us to get into for one day. Um, now that we're probably both going to get arrested and thrown in jail. Um, so you will not hear from us again. <laughs> exactly. So I hope you enjoyed the only episode of the CA. Um, all right. So 
Again, our contact info for anyone who wants to uh, get in touch with us, uh, facebook.com slash the CA, or you can email us at the CA at rogers.com. And I hope to have this episode, our inaugural episode, posted to iTunes, which will be the, the only medium I throw it up at, at first, just because it's the one that I'm most familiar with. But I will try to get it out on Spreaker and Stitcher and some of those other platforms soon. Uh, maybe Dean can help me with that. And uh, I hope to have it out no later. So if you're listening to this and it's close to March 2nd, then you think it's like, wow, it's totally brand new. It's not. Um, <laughs> it's, it's not. Um, today's, what's today? It's the uh, 21st? Uh, 19th. Today's the 19th. I'm fast-forwarding time. Of February. Today's February 19th. But uh, if you're listening to this on March uh, 2nd, then you're listening to the past. Anyway, um, this has been the CA. We will, uh, we will be back soon. And until then, again, facebook.com slash the CA. The CA at rogers.com with any uh, ideas or things like that. And we will chat soon. Thank you and Godspeed. <laughs> you cunt. <laughs> Bye. This has been the CA. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please drop by the iTunes store and give us a review and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they release. And just a reminder, the views expressed on this broadcast are those solely of the hosts and are for entertainment purposes only. Never take advice from two guys expressing an opinion on a podcast. That's just silly. See you back here in two weeks or less.